0: Hey, everyone. I am super excited to announce a new online program, the Champion Sports Physical Therapy Mentorship. I've teamed up with Dan Pope and Dave Tilley to create this brand new 12-week mentorship program, and we're now opening it up to the very first cohort on June 10th. We hear all the time from people that they wish they had more mentoring and people they can learn from to help accelerate their careers. We're going to take you through all our foundations of sports physical therapy, including our clinical evaluation working with non-operative and post-operative patients, building return-to-sport programs, and even learning advanced-phase rehab and strength and conditioning principles for rehab professionals. In addition, we're gonna have a bunch of case studies, a community, and live sessions to interact and ask us questions. We really can't wait. Check out the show notes to learn more and sign up today. The first cohort starts June 10th. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about whether or not ACL allografts should go slower in their rehabilitation. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. But in the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, I'm here, champion PT and performance up in Boston, answering your questions. Anything you want to talk about, career advice, PT, sports performance, anything you need, let us know. We're here for you to answer your questions. Head to MikeReinald.com, click on that podcast link, and you can submit a question for the show as well. Uh, let's see. Who do we have today? We have Jonah Monlock, Lenny McCrina, Dan Pope, Kevin Coughlin, Dave Tilly, DeWesh Podell, and Mike Scudetto here. What a crew, by the way. What a crew um, here answering your questions. And Len, well, who do we offer students today?
1: We have some amazing students that have just just wowed me. Um, They're all a challenge for me as a Bostonian to read their names um, because we have Colin Silva <laughs> from UAB. We have Claire Folly <laughs> from Tufts. And we have Tiffany Waka from Baylor. So yeah,
0: welcome to Boston. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. The Boston. (laughs) That's what we're going to call you guys now. So um, I love that. All right. What do we have for a question today? Who's up? Colin. Elliot from El Paso, Texas asks, does rehab following an allograft ACL reconstruction necessitate more gentle rehab as it is documented that allografts take longer to heal and are also significantly more prone to failure, especially in younger, more active populations? Does this rehab type depend on the age and goals, athlete versus non athlete, of the individual? Awesome. Great job, Colin. Roll Tide. Uh, great job with that questionnaire. I don't know, Elliot, you know, you ask, you ask a common question, right? That, you know, we've answered over the years a little bit here and there, but I think it's always best to revisit these as we go along. But um, I don't know, ACL allographs in general, uh, you know, you use the word gentle. I don't know if gentle's the right word. I, I when I read the question, I was like, I I, I want to hear what Lenny says with that. It's not necessarily gentle. Is it more just cautious or slow? I don't know. Len, I feel like yeah. you're just gonna wanna talk on this one. So why don't you start it <laughs> off? And if anybody's got anything, we can go from there. I think I think gentle is very
1: appropriate. I kind of just like nerd like just easy. No. Um I, I yeah, I mean it, it, I think it, it, it's relatively gentle, so to speak, compared to the uh, autograft reconstructions that we do. Meaning, if we want somebody to start running four or five months. In my head, an allograft should be delayed one or two months uh, for some of the big milestones. So, range of motion, passive motion, no. Like we can get them moving. Um, uh, you know, get knee extension, get get that, get the quads back. But I think when it comes down to the higher level stuff, the plyometrics, the the jogging, the cutting, the return to sport considerations, the timeframes of getting them back to their sport. I think that's where things become uh, delayed and and slower because of the incorporation of the graft. I mean, you have not you have your not your own tissue uh, being put into your knee, as you guys know. Um, and it depends on the status of the tissue too. Is it irradiated or non-irradiated tissue? Um, I, I think there's so many different variables, how the graft was incorporated, the tunnel placements, um, and stuff that we may not even know as a PT when we're getting that person, uh, post-surgical, uh, we just know it's an allograft. Is it a, uh, patella tendon or a tibialis anterior graft? Is it an Achilles? So many different variables, uh, fixation of the graft to the bone, that interface, there's so many different things can, can influence healing times, but we know it takes longer for the graft to incorporate into into ligamentized, And so I think that has to be a consideration when we're getting these people back is it just takes longer. So it should take longer to get them back. Unfortunately, well, fortunately for the patient, their quads come back faster, right? In, in general. And so they feel better. There's less pain. And so there's this propensity to try to get them back faster. And I think that's where we, that's our disservice. But I think the early stuff, get the emotion back, get their swelling out, uh, stuff that we typically do, I think it's still safe to do at the relatively same pace as an autograft.
0: I love it. That's it. You know, and I, I like the point that you made here too, that um, it's almost like resist the urge that just because they feel so much better and their quads coming back, right. maybe the knee seems settled down, resist the urge. Like they, you know, the, you, you, this is a, a different type of tissue, tissue healing. So um, I think that's a really good point. Um, it's still a biological so, I mean, does anybody process think like, occur. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, d- d- so does anybody think like the early phase rehab, like in terms of range of motion, swelling control, Getting your quad turned on, starting to do some neuromuscular stuff. Is that delayed with an allograph? or are we, or are we more talking about the return to more dynamic activity?
2: One at a time. I say something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's your 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 point, right? What is what is gentle mean? If we know we're using, let's say, a closed chain exercise we're not putting a ton of stress on that graft, right? And the other part is we still need to make sure that they're building up their strength. And we know that it's really, really challenging to build back quad strength. Like Lenny said, maybe it comes back a little fa- faster. But I don't, at least in my mind, I don't think we have to be careful with, let's say, safe exercises. But the big milestones, like if I'm going to be running, jumping, changing direction, and putting a lot of strain on that ACL, we know some of those numbers are much, much higher. Than, let's say a closed change exercise in the early stages. And maybe, maybe we have to be a little bit cautious with some of the open chain stuff. I know that there's some, some recent research at the, the four-week mark, right, with open Connect chain, um, but that's not with the cadaver. Maybe we have to be a little more cautious with those. But for the safer closed chain, I see no reason not to treat that similarly, right? We can still kind of push folks from that perspective. So I would say the early stages are probably similar. Um, but when you get to the higher level exercise, we know are more challenging to the graph then we probably do have to be a little more cautious.
0: I like that. That's awesome, Dan. And, and, and I, I like what, what you did there in, in terms of like, there's some things that we don't have to be gentle with. And I think that's, you know, where we go back down to Elliot's question with gentle, right? There's some things we don't need to be gentle with, but there's other things we could just be more strategic with maybe. Right. And I think there's a, like you just said that really well. We can still strengthen, but maybe we're picking and choosing our, our strengthening differently. So um, that's a good question I have for everybody. So if somebody has an allograft, would you change your open kinetic chain knee extension progression in terms of range of motion and load? What do you think? Because that's I a big would. topic right now on social media. I, I would. I
1: think so allografts – Slower. I would go slower um, just because allografts, I mean, they just they, – I gotta be careful. Uh, are just more of a challenge for the, for the knee, for the person in general, for healing, for outcomes. And I don't want to be the reason why now I know if you don't get the quads back, that's a huge reason why a knee is going to fail. And I'd say fail, meaning re-rupture long-term OA due to weakness. Um, I just think for the, the stress that we could potentially put on it, um, it's just I don't want to be the reason why something fails. And if I have to delay open chain stuff by two to four weeks or something like that, that's fine in my head because I can work on it in other ways. And I, I, I think that's just going to be a little safer bet because I know the issues with incorporating a, a, a cadaver graft, you can struggle at times. And sometimes we don't even know the biology is failing and it is failing inside. And you got to be careful with that, too. We don't know that until it does actually fail
0: would you so you, you delayed a little bit would you would you delay full range of motion knee extension or would you more <coughs> delay the load of it or is it both
1: probably a little both early on i think so yeah i just and maybe that's my old school thinking i just i think it did it, it does warrant a delay versus an, an autographed it's your own tissue yeah
0: right and we could we could still get strong in other ways like dan mentioned right. earlier and we can get to yeah. loading later yeah awesome uh what else dan did you have something else
2: yeah, I was just going to, about your earlier point, uh, one of the problems is that these folks tend to feel better, right? I know one of the surgeons we work with a lot, when he does a cadaver graft, he wants people partial weight bearing for a period of time, just because he's probably fearful of the graft, right? And I think one of the issues is that one of our criteria, and obviously there's many for progressing patients, is making sure it's not super painful when you're doing exercises. And I think one of the problems or issues with cadaver is they feel quite a bit better, so they might be more apt to push harder in the early stages where other folks might be held back a bit more by pain. So I think that's just got to be a consideration because you're going to have a patient that feels pretty dang good. And the problem is that they might have to be held back a little more so, especially in the early stages.
1: And I think we have yeah, to set definitely. the tone early. I, I, I hate to drop these bombs on patients um, when they have expectations because they start reading stuff on Google or whatever, or they talk to their friends who've had a allograft or an autograph. I think you have to set the tone early with your patients of what your expectations are in the rehab and the timeframes and some of the goals that you have to set for them. Because I think it just helps the process. It helps the buy-in by the patient for you so they don't have the expectation that they're going to start jogging at three months because their friend did. Well, their friend may have had an autograph or their friend is 20 years younger or their friend didn't have meniscus involvement or something. Um, there's all these details that are just not you know, – they're avoided. But I think you have to set the tone early in the rehab and this is what we're going to do and kind of outline things in a general way so people are ready for that. And they're not uh, surprised negatively and, and disappointed that maybe they want to go find somebody else who's going to be more aggressive with their rehab. You know, I don't know. you got to sell it to them.
0: Or less gentle, per Elliot. I like I think, yeah, well, yeah, less gentle, <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. Awesome. So, so Elliot, I, I hope that helps. I think, I think you know, if you look at the answer to this question, um, and this is why I really like the way you phrased this here a little bit, um, with allographs, sure, do we get to our functional stuff later down the road that have a high load? Do we do that later than in, in, in Autograph? Yes, absolutely, because we want to make sure that works well. Um, we want to make sure that that quad's probably stronger uh, when they start, things like running, jogging, cutting, getting back to sports, that sort of stuff. But I think the main point hopefully we get from this uh, um, this conversation here is that it's not necessarily that you need to go gentle at the beginning, uh, but you have to be intelligent and strategic with how you change things perhaps. And I think that's a better way to kind of uh, frame it in your mind perhaps is not necessarily that you have to be cautious or slow. You just have to be strategic with how you're doing it early on. So uh, great stuff. Appreciate it. That was was some great answers. Lenny, Dan, that was awesome. Uh, Elliot, hope that helps. If you have a question like Elliot, please head to MikeRynell.com. Click on that podcast link and ask away and we'll be sure to answer your question on a future episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRynell.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,